0: Bucking bulls are the athletes of the animal world. With that comes some extra care and screening for desired traits. I'm Allison Lund for the Midwest Farm Report. Corey Check is the owner and operator of CC Bucking Bulls out of Gaze Mills. He shares more about what it takes to raise rodeo bulls, but first starts by outlining the size of their business.
1: Right now we're at about uh, 50 bulls, and then we have uh, approximately 10, 12 horses, uh, which are mostly like riding horses that... We carry, like, the uh, opening, the American flag on for openings and then picking up uh, rodeos and stuff like that.
0: What does a care of these animals look like, and how does that vary from production livestock?
1: With the rodeo bulls, a lot of check and fence, um, and we do have, I wouldn't say a lot, but right now, especially that we, we're, like, in the, <clears throat> the heat of the season right here, as far as, like, rodeos going on and bull riding's, um, We have a few of the bulls that get sore, um, you know, injuries, pulled muscles mostly that uh, every day we're usually doctoring bulls and checking bulls, you know, going through the herd and all that little injuries kind of like, you know, because they are the athletes of rodeo. Um, So it's the same deal, you know, they get sore and, and bruised up and, you know, stuff like that. So between doctrine and then feeding you know the animals. We put them on a pretty high ration feed right now the keep their energy level up.
0: So it sounds like it's sort of a little bit of an extra time investment, and you bring up a unique point because these animals are performing throughout the summer months. How do you keep them cool and keep them performing correctly?
1: Actually, the rodeo bulls, they got, most of them have, or pretty much all of them have, part brahma in them and that breed of animal is kind of made for the heat you know so they actually take the heat really good um they're not like the big beef bulls where they're kind of panting that all the time um and they're in shape where you know we we let we don't necessarily exercise our bulls but they run out on 50 acres of really steep terrain and and then gathering them every day that we go to rodeos you know we go out on horseback and uh, get the bulls up out of the hills and that so they're exercised and in pretty darn good shape you know so between all that uh, they they perform pretty well
0: and you mentioned that they're part brahma are there any other breeds that you select for in rodeo bulls and are there any other reasons why you would select those breeds
1: um, we don't necessarily go on the breeding end. We go more like uh, on the the sire. The Most of, of the bulls, not all of them, most of them are registered anymore. So we go on what the sire in the dam is. Um, then more of like if they're a Brahma or a Longhorn or an Angus or something like that, you know, because they're pretty much all crossbreds. Uh, all the rodeo bulls are are like that so
0: and that's a good point to bring up i was curious what are some of the traits that you're selecting for when you're breeding for these animals or what are desired traits that you're looking for in a bucking bull
1: they have bred them uh so long now that like we can look back and with all the rodeo bulls cross country is try to find that sire that is produced you know some good bulls then just going out and saying oh you know let's try to breed this one that no one really knows if he actually even produces, but if we do, we always look back at what the sire has done, you know, or how he's bucked in his stats when we do try to pick one to breed to.
0: And is there like a, a correct way for them to buck? I mean, obviously there's got to be some that perform better than others in the ring.
1: Oh yeah, we look at uh, how much kick they have with their hind feet, how high they kick, and then how fast they spin, basically kick and spin, and you know electric, how electric they are, and and then a lot of it too is, believe it or not, is their feet. You know, if if the sire had bad feet and some of the calves before are having bad feet, then we do not. I try not to breed to them anyway, just because, you know, obviously they got to have really good feet. If they're sore on their feet, they're not going to perform for you.
0: Yeah, that would definitely make sense. Is that's a really important part in what they do. And uh, when you have calves that are born that you're looking to put into the rodeo circuit, can you tell right away if they're going to perform well or if they have the traits you're looking for? Is there any training that goes into it?
1: You can't really tell until you actually buck them. And we will we'll buck them at about a year, year and a half old with what we call is like a little uh, dummy. It's like a little box. And it's got a remote control on it, we'll put it on there and buck them as a calf. And then that we got a remote control to where we can click it and that dummy will come off and we just buck them for like four or five seconds to see how much kick and electricity they have. And then after that, when we buck them a few times, we just let them go until they're a two-year-old, come back and do that again. And then we don't actually start putting riders on them until maybe a long two-year-old, but or, and then start them at a three-year-old.
0: So once they enter the rodeo circuit at about that three years of age, how long do they remain uh, in operation, I guess you'd call it?
1: Every animal's different. Some will last. You know, I've had them start out, and you really think you had a superstar, and then, I don't know, three, four months, they just decide they don't really want to do it anymore, and they'll give it up. Now, thats not that doesn't happen very often, but it does. But if they are legit bucking bull and stay bucking, you know, I have bulls that I'm were 10 years old and still bucking.
0: That's insane. Um, I guess I didn't realize that they could stay in that long.
1: Yep, yep. They're like said, it's a small percentage, but, you know, most of them will, uh, is eight or nine, but I've had 10, 11-year-olds that, you know, we've taken care of, and which we take care of all of them, but they've been pretty fortunate to stay bucking that long.
0: Now, could you give me an idea of what does your rodeo season look like throughout the summer months? You know, how many stops are you making and where are you all traveling to with these animals?
1: I think right now we are on, since the first of the year, we are on stop 28 and uh, we've gone, we go mostly uh, mostly all in the Midwest, every year is different, to diff, you know, different, but Like last night, we were in uh, Janesville, or yesterday afternoon, we were in Janesville, Wisconsin. Um, Friday night, we were in Tomah, Wisconsin. And this coming Friday, we go to Woodstock, Illinois, and then Saturday, we'll be in Garnabillo, Iowa. We get started usually first first week in May, we get started doing some high school rodeos and that. And then June... And July and August, September are pretty much jam packed every weekend. uh, Some during the week that we uh, go to, and we just kind of go from Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota is where we've been going. That's on our schedule for this year.
0: Well, it sounds like you guys are pretty busy, and you're you're all over the place. Now, is it hard to uh, keep up with this, you know, and keep the animals happy and healthy throughout the summer months?
1: It's not really. Uh, hard right now it's the bulls they get tired you know Uh, you'll see them just slow down a step here and there's some of them not all of them Um, so we really increase the feed intake and try to get their energy level up and then kind of you know just let them basically rest out in the pasture during the week and have some time off but they definitely will get tired and And uh, you can see the difference from the first year when they haven't been used a whole lot. They're kind of wild and crazy and stuff like that. Now they kind of just know the game and buck good and go back to their pens and get on the trucks a lot easier.
0: (laughs) Well, it sounds like they they know what their job is and they're getting it done, and it sounds like they're pretty well cared for too, Corey. Is there anything else that I'm not asking you that you'd like to share about these bucking bulls and what it takes to raise them?
1: It's an everyday job around here. Um, you know, my daughter, she does all the feeding right now in the summertime when she's not in school. And and uh, I'm usually checking fences. And then in the evenings, we run them all up and, and doctor anything and just going through them and trying to keep them healthy and give them the best care that we can provide for them.
0: Corey Check, owner and operator of CC Bucking Bulls out of Gaze Mills, with a look at the work that goes into raising rodeo livestock. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.